Hey, business owners and managers, do you ever wish for a sacred space at home that could actually allow you to focus on your business and bring in all the supports you need? That's exactly what the Feng Shui Advantage will do for you. To learn more, go to www.fengshuiyourday.ca. Now, let's dive into our show for this week. Hey, you all know that house pets can keep you calm, give you a sense of purpose, and a reason to get up in the morning, right? There are studies that confirm that having a house pet leads to living a longer and healthier life. But how about exploring some other animals to help us out? I'd like to introduce our guest today here, our very special guest on Feng Shui, your day, Sue Carr. And Sue's expertise is all about supporting organizations in addressing workplace stress. Yeah, also psychological health and safety and developing a work culture where there's a cohesive and effective herd working with the horses. Yes, (laughs) Sue, welcome to Feng Shui Your Day. Thank you, Catherine. It's a pleasure to be here and to have the opportunity to, to chat with everyone around horses and how that connects with Feng Shui and how that connects with corporate and organizational team connections. So that's what it's all about is connections. For sure. Now you've been working in health care and leadership for ages. And so Mm -hmm. what happened to make the transition from health care to working with horses? Well, throughout my career in healthcare, and it it has been literally many decades, um, I always felt an interest and a a connection to making sure that the staff team that I was supporting was in the best possible mindset they could have. And, you know, workplace stress in in healthcare and and in, well, any industry, really, um, you really connect with that ability to um, provide great service, great connections, um, being mentally well and and having good uh, a good workplace environment means that you make fewer mistakes and fewer errors. So that's always been my passion throughout my career. And one of the things that's helped keep me grounded and kept me supported has been my horses and my work with horses. And I think that's been one of the differences between where I've done and managed my work stress and compassion fatigue and all of that stuff a lot better than some of my colleagues who haven't done so well and have ended up leaving the field or getting themselves into trouble with with choosing less than helpful coping strategies. So that's where my passion comes from is is that connection that I've had with my horses that have kept me grounded and solid and really learned a lot of my management and supervisory and leadership skills through working with them. So that's where it all comes from. So when I was transitioned out of the healthcare field through an amalgamation, I really wanted to pursue that passion of of helping organizations with their psychological health and safety and with the team dynamics and leadership. So I turned to taking additional courses in how to use horses to facilitate that learning process in humans. People and humans have evolved together. I mean, try and think back to our earliest civilizations. We've always had horses as part of our lives. Yes. From every capacity. So we have really grown up, our civilization has really grown up with the presence of horses. And it's only been in the last hundred years or so that we haven't had horses as part of our daily lives. Once you, once the cars and the driveways came in, you know, it's 
you just don't have the land for them anymore. So it's it's a real novelty uh, to to do this. And I know there's a lot of 13, 14 year old girls that just love, love, love horses. And they're the packs that end up at the riding stables on the weekends and different things. Is that do you find that? Um, yes, I don't actually do any riding and I don't actually work with with kids per se. I mean, we, we do do some leadership stuff for for high school age um, kids if they're interested. Um, but I really do focus more on the corporate world and the corporate leadership and work team dynamics side of it. Um, I've got lots of colleagues who do the writing lessons. And yes, that is. They've got that connection at an early age. And that's uh, that's really special. They can tap into that. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So many of you know that on Feng Shui Your Day, I try to find a segue between Feng Shui and my guest topic and services. And today, well, I've been taking some animal communications uh, lately. And basically, pets are part of the family energy that needs to be included. But in order to find the balance in the feng shui world, pets and companions are part of the family. So the goal here is to find help find out more with their pets to see if they are happy, they're hurt, or maybe even they're ready to pass on. It's really, really important work here. But with animals the size of horses, their hearts are much bigger. And I've heard it's easier to connect heart to heart with a horse than a pet dog, just because there's more meat and a bigger pulse. So that's kind of neat too. But uh, we're going back to Sue here. How do we use horses in our corporate team professional development sessions? That's a mouthful. Yes, it is. So as you mentioned, Catherine, a lot of us are familiar with having dogs and cats in our household and as part of our family. The difference with horses is that unlike dogs and cats that are predators, horses are prey. That means they are hunted and eaten by other animals. So their whole mindset and their whole survival mechanism is very much based on staying safe in the group. And horses have that sense of survival based on being able to pick up the intentions, the emotions, and the energy of those around them very quickly and much more effectively than our dogs and cats and being prey animals. So that's part of the key differences in why we use horses. They are able to sense our emotions and our intentions. You can tell when our facial expressions are out of sync with our emotions and our intentions. And they give us that feedback very quickly. I'm sure all of us can relate to being in a meeting in, in a corporate setting and somebody says something and it just doesn't sit with you and the little hairs on the back of your neck start to tingle, but you don't make any facial changes and you sit there and you continue to nod and everything. That's what happens with people. We are socialized differently. Horses are socialized that if they see or hear something that doesn't fit and doesn't jive, they will react. And so we can use that feedback from the horses to really get at some of what's really going on in deep with the team and the team dynamics. How are people communicating? How is their body language? Is their facial expression truly matching the intention and the energy behind it? And it gives us a lot of feedback that we can get to the, the, the crux of what's going on with the team much quickly, much more quickly than we could if we went through um, series of, of in-class 
traditional yeah. boardroom yeah. training session. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so, Sue, what kind of issues specifically can you help with for corporate services? Could you provide a couple of examples for us about the results that the groups take away from these building sessions? Sure. We, we work with, well, first of all, I'd like to point out that we work with anybody groups of, of people who have all different experiences with horses. So some people are very comfortable around horses, but we can also manage with people who are, you know, fairly intimidated or perhaps even frightened by working with the horses. So we can include them in, um, in different ways that, that work within their comfort zone. But some of the examples of things that have happened with folks is we, we work with leadership and boundaries and communication and we even do some exercises in strategic planning with the horses. Okay. So an example of that was an organization we were working with. Um, they were a nonprofit and they had just had their board of directors come down with their three-year plan. And there was a couple of key deliverables that they needed to work on. And so we chose sort of three key pieces that were critical to their next year of, of functioning. And one of them, because they were a nonprofit, one of them had to do with funding and developing greater funding sources. Another one had to do with developing partnerships with like-minded organizations that had clients in common. And the third was around addressing stigma with their, the, the group of clients that they worked with and supported. So we had them build representations using crocs in the arena. So poles, cones, balls, hula hoops, that cool. kind of stuff. Yeah, And they built the representation for their goals around funding and invited the horse to participate as a funding stakeholder. Everything went perfectly fine. Went on to the next one, and they had their representation around building partnerships with other like-minded organizations. Invited the horses to participate as the stakeholders from other organizations. Everything went perfectly fine. <laughs> Then we got to the third one, building a representation of addressing stigma for their client group. Yeah. And invited the horses to participate. And they were completely dis disinterested, disengaged. They couldn't get their <laughs> attention. They were off, you know, in their own little world and not participating. So we, well, that's strange. It worked so well for the other two. What's different about that's this? different, yeah. What's supposed to happen? as a result of reducing stigma. Well, it turns out that in that entire group, they all had a different understanding of what addressing stigma would look like, feel like, sound like in the real world. So they had a little discussion and a little orientation around, okay, well, this is what it means to me, and this is what it means to me, and this is what it means to somebody else. And they recreated the representation. They redid it, and lo and behold, the horses came and engaged perfectly once they all had a common understanding of what it would look like when they achieved it. And Maybe. so that's one of the, the examples of making sure that people are on the same page. I mean, we all use the same words, but we attach different meanings to them and have different understandings of them. So when it comes to operationalizing your, your strategic objectives, how do you know that everybody sitting around the table and smiling and nodding has actually got the same core understanding of what it's going to look like? 
For sure, for sure. In fact, uh, you listeners, I've been for fortunate enough to go to see Sue Carr and her horses and things. And I had a really nice session with them to see what she did. And um, I think it was in the spring, we had a lovely sunset at the back uh, here after the session. And I walked up to one of her horses, the big white steed, and I asked if he had a special message for me. I was just wondering, curiously, how I was going to connect with this horse. Well, came over and I got licked right from my neck to my jaw, up my cheek, and right up the side of my face. And I had to laugh and it just felt so good. I just felt that it meant... Uh, I was liked, well-liked, and I'm in the right place at the right time. But uh, I just thought that was so much fun. And I have a story now to tell people. So that's pretty cool. Awesome. Thank yeah. you for sharing that, Catherine. I wasn't aware that uh, you had that, that moment. With, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. So, geez, Susan, this is just great, great stuff here. Would you like to take a few minutes to talk about your full service program and uh, the retreats to our listeners today? Sure, we have a lovely venue, um, my partner and, and I, and uh, we, we're just north of the Toronto airport for anybody coming in from anywhere in the world. Uh, we're located just a little bit south of Barrie for those who are a little bit more local. And we will do full day, multi-day retreats. Uh, we do, a, it's customized, so we do a fairly in-depth discussion around what your team is going through, what the challenges are, and how they could work better as a collective, as a herd, and reduce <laughs> errors and turnover and, and build those connections. And it's been really hard lately with folks working remotely and in hybrid. So that's a lot of what we are, are working through now with a lot of organizations is building and rebuilding those connections and that, that, that sense of trust and community within the work teams. Um, so we do we do multiple days. We can do single days. Um, we can actually work with if you've got a trainer that you're already working with, or a sales meeting, or uh, quarterly training or yearly training. We can integrate some activities that will help solidify the content of what your organization needs to be working on and focusing on. So that's, that's some of what we can do, and we can also work with with other business trainers and coaches who have an agenda and they want to integrate something a little different um, to supplement what their content is. So we're open to having discussions around what might be possible around that. For sure. And the communications, of course, is key. And I understand, too, that you can uh, help people uh, corporate with lodgings and meals and other kinds of uh, points of interest that can relate to this as well, too, right? Absolutely. And I just love your example that you had about these horses getting invited into these business conversations. And you're right. They know if you're talking true or not, or you're just putting on a facade of, you know, hey, this is this product's good for you. And it's maybe it's not good for you. But I think that that's great how you can incorporate this all together here. So if we can just recap just a little bit here. Um, sure. So you're providing in-person corporate retreats to yes. increase team effectiveness, reduce stress, building resilience, and increase creativity and innovation in a business. Yes. Wow, that's a big plateful of sure. And I also understand you provide a complimentary 30-minute conversation with organizational leaders or whatever it's needed regarding their concerns of workplace stress 
and talk a little bit more about how to better manage things or perhaps even recommend some other resources that might be helpful. Absolutely. I've, I've got, you know, a lot of contacts in the field. I know a lot of resources that could be available. So, you know, if an organization wants to start on that path of, of psychological health and safety within the workplace or improve leadership and communication, um, there's lots of resources I can point them towards. And even just having a discussion about what they're doing now and, and maybe tweaking a few things within the workplace might be a, a good place to start. For sure, for sure. Well, you managers and leaders out there, take note, okay? Your next team building exercise could be at the beautiful private venue that Sue Card, her partner, can offer with us. Great sunshine, great views, fresh air. I mean, what more could you ask? Sue, how do people get a hold of you? Sure. I think you're going to put my contact info in your, your part of it. But yes, best place is, is my website, communityhealthcareconsulting.ca. Um, or they can uh, check me out on LinkedIn. Susan Carr on, yeah. <laughs> okay. So any last words, Susan? Uh, thank you for having me, Catherine. This has been wonderful. It's been great to, to chat with your audience and to be able to, to talk about the connection between Feng Shui and energy and the work that I do using the energy of horses. For Thank sure. You. You're so welcome. I'm delighted that you could join us and making that connection uh, is so important, not just with your pets and your animals and your spouse and the trees and everything else. It all works together. Let's work that energy, make it flow and we can enjoy your journey. We'll see you next week. Hey, thanks for sharing your time with us today. You and I both know that a positive environment is necessary for you to thrive. It's a must. Wondering how to create less stress in your work days? Well, what if I showed you in 30 minutes how to shift things in your workspace? That's exactly what we can do together. A free 30-minute chat with me can open your eyes, improve work performance, and be more productive. Embrace the feng shui advantage and let's get your space working for you. Check out fungshuayyourday.ca and I'll see you next week.